This is Tara Talk. Tara Talk. Tara and her team are here to answer your questions and give you helpful advice on how to get more money from your insurance company. The phone lines are open at 850-233-9988. This is Tara Talk on The Kramer Show on News Talk at 101. 806. Tara is here. Your private adjuster. Yourprivateadjuster.com. Website to get you through. Um, Tara, good morning, first of all. Good morning. I'm very excited on this Wednesday. Um, she has a guest with her, and um, we were talking yesterday a little bit about Tara and the things that she nerds out on. Uh, I have never seen a woman that nerds out more on insurance policies. I've never seen a woman that nerds out more on uh, construction. And one specific thing uh, that she nerds out on is windows. And yesterday she said... She, I mean, she really was giddy about having Paul. I've been so giddy. I've been talking about Paul left and right because Paul has produced reports that have made my clients a lot of money, and he's also squashed arguments where people thought they were owed money, but they actually weren't. So he brings a knowledge base for exterior building envelopes that is unprecedented in the industry. Paul Beers, expert on windows. Greetings and good morning to you. Hello, hello. So um, I have good news. I I do windows. So <laughs> let's talk about. All it. right. Well, uh, ter- t- over the course of having Tara on, we're finding out that um, there can be a lot of things that, that's going on with a window that, uh, to the naked eye, to the lay person, may not never may never recognize. Yeah, that's exactly correct. I mean, most a lot of people think the glass needs to be broken, the window needs to be blown out, lying on the ground. In fact, that's the insurance company um, mentality as well. Mm. And if it's lying, it's even worse. If it's lying on the ground, they want you to pick it up and put it back in place. <laughs> but that. there's a really? lot, there's a lot of discrete damage that, that people may not recognize um, where the windows are coming apart. They're loosening up. They, basically, they're not in the condition they were before the storm. And that's damage. And, you know, many times that, that needs to be repaired um, or replaced. And when you get a big building and you get a lot of windows, you know, it adds up to, to significant dollars. So insurance companies don't like that. But the reality is that, you know, they, they collected the premium, they issued the policy, and um, we put together all the documentation and the, um, the reports. And then we defend them to hopefully ultimately get the um, policyholder what they deserve. But to be fair, Paul, you do work on both sides of the fence. I've known in cases where you've represented builders who were accused of construction defect for leaking windows and at times have written reports for policyholder or I'm sorry, insurance companies as well. And I think that's what makes Paul's opinion so important because it really is unbiased. But we see over and over and over again how claims are underpaid, especially for exterior windows in the building envelope. And a lot of times, as public adjusters, we need to bring experts in. And it's a battle of the experts, and that's why GCI Consultants is one of the best in the country and the most sought after. So, again, I'm so excited that you're here today. (laughs) Um, Can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into actually being the god of windows? Well, so... um I don't know if I'm proud of this or not, but I've been doing this for, for a long time. Um, so I started out, basically, my first hurricane was Hurricane Andrew in 1992 in Miami. And that's obviously was a big game changer at the time. It was caused massive damage, and it basically exposed how bad the building codes were. 
So um, we developed some standards for improving the building codes. I know probably a lot of the listeners have seen on television the, the tests where they shoot the, the two-by-four timbers at windows and shutters and whatnot. I'm actually one of the inventors of that um, standard. And I owned a test laboratory. We did all the testing. And, you know, I've been doing this for like 40 years now. So just over time, you know, it finally. But you look 21. I don't understand. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> You're my favorite adjuster. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> That's what everyone should say. Remember that, Panama City. So uh, you just said something that, that, rang up, uh, that, that sent up a red flag to me. And I, and I have uh, alluded to this question many, many times, but I don't think I specifically outright have asked it this way. How in the world it, it, you, you have a, a person who's an expert on windows. How is it that damage to a window is a matter of opinion and you use the word biased there is no bias in something that is defective am i right or wrong you're 100 percent correct and, and here's how we get it done we stick with the facts you know we we go out and we see what's there if there's nothing there um you know I, i'll if i go to a building and there's not not when i in my opinion damaged the first thing i'm gonna do is tell everybody that because it's a waste of time and a waste sure. of money to go forward but um you know, so basically, we overwhelm them with the facts. We document everything. We do it very, very, um, you know, with with a lot of information. And you know, normally they'll bring in a, an expert or what they'll call an expert to um, on the I other like side. We'll call an expert. Well, and um, and you know, normally if they're working for the insurance company, they say, "Well, it was like this before." Um, you didn't do, the owner didn't do proper maintenance. Um, wear and tear, wear deterioration. And tear. I could write the report. Rain. I could write their reports for them. And, you know, the, the bottom line is, is that they're, um, you know, the battle lines have been drawn to where they're going to say no. And then we have to go through the process and ultimately, you know, hold their feet to the fire. How do you, as an, as a window expert, can you look at a window and, t- and tell if the damage was directly from a storm or was it wear and tear or was it, you know, whatever else? You bet. You bet. So, you know, if, if a window, um, for instance, if the, the connections between the, the aluminum members is loose, that's got nothing to do with maintenance or wear and tear or anything like that. I mean, you can tell direct damage just by the, by, by the characteristics of what it looks like. You know, wear and tear is things like, um, I don't know, the, the weather stripping is all worn off and, and, and maybe the paint finish looks bad, things like that. And, and the interesting thing, they're always saying lack of maintenance. Well, maintenance is, you know, does, is, is, is wheels, locks, things like that. And we're looking at much bigger items, you know, the, the, the windows loose in the opening. There's crack all around between the window and the drywall. We're looking at the, um, as I said, where the where the connections come together. The glass is loose in the frame or coming out. You know, there's a lot of wind damage characteristics that that have nothing to do with maintenance and, and couldn't have been there before. Paul, can you also explain how the pressure differences in this storm affected the building envelope, especially when there's been a breach? Yeah. So you know, when when you get the hurricane effects on a building, there's two things going on. One is you've got a high wind speed that's that's basically pushing against um, the building. And then on the other side, it's pulling out from the building. And then you've also got um, cyclic wind gusts. So not only do you have the, um, the, the wind pressure, the cyclic wind gusts are basically rattling the window in and out. And this happens in a storm typically hundreds of thousands of times. 
And this is what causes all the damage. It's not necessarily the 100-mile-an-hour wind hitting it, but it's the 100-mile-an-hour wind and then the things, you know, vibrating in and out, in and out, in and out for hours. And, um, you know, what, what Tara was referring to is what they call um, interior pressurization. So when you lose a window or a door and the hurricane comes inside, that's when all the problems really start because not only is the, um, the, 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 the pressure pulling away on the other side, but now it's pushing as well from the other side. So, um, so that, that's, a, that's a huge issue. And, and a condo um, with many units, if there is, you know, say 30 40% of the windows – uh, that you look at, or uh, the windows that you look at immediately have have issues. Is that a sign that pretty much the rest of the windows in the building are, are also going to have a, uh, an issue? And if not, does that mean that they all have to be replaced, or how does that work on, in the condo uh, world? So we end up looking at every single window. If, if we do, an, if we so what I do initially is I'll go out and I'll look in three or four units randomly spread around the building i don't want to see the worst ones i want to see you know typical units in the building and i'll look for for damage if i see it in you know each unit then that's an indication that there's probably a lot more damage obviously throughout the building once we actually get retained if we get retained to 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 do the entire building we look at every single window every one of them because if we don't insurance company is going to say, well, you don't know what that was like. We're not paying for it. And in some cases, not every window and not every door is damaged. It's not uniform across an entire high rise. I know we have looked at um, some buildings down by Pier Park and we're seeing far more damage on the upper elevations and the upper levels than we are coming down to the ground, the different types of windows. And it's important to actually document them and present to the insurance company only what's damaged and what's fair because they stand on that and we're there to refute their incorrect analysis. So we want to make sure our analysis is thorough and detailed and documented. And in terms of code, do you have to replace them all or not? We go to Florida Building Code, but there's also Municipal Building Code and it differs between Panama City and Panama City Beach. So again, um, that's why we have code experts that work for your private adjuster so that we can basically take an analysis of code on each physical address and look at the state building code and the county building code and the city building code to find out how we can maximize the policy dollars. Uh, Paul Beers from GCI Consultants, uh, the website GCIConsultants.com, obviously um, one of the premier uh, pros on Windows. Earlier, you said something about maintenance. Um, obviously, if you have a car, there's a reason why you have maintenance on it, uh, and, and, and it's a, a very obvious type of maintenance. Windows, maintenance, uh, you can, there can be a lack of maintenance on windows in a big building that cause damage. What does maintenance on a window consist of? Well, Lack of maintenance on a on a, a big building doesn't necessarily mean there's not isn't necessarily going to mean there's not going to be damage, but but it can contribute to what happens during a storm. You know, maintenance is weather stripping, caulking, wheels, locks, things like that. You need to keep up with that. You know, over time, it doesn't last forever. Mm-hmm. So especially that, on the beach, right? And if that's not you know if there's issues with that, then when you do get a big storm, you know more water is going to leak in and things like that. So it it, it is. And it's real. It happens. So, but 
But the other thing is, you know, when you get these high winds, even even if you don't have maintenance, you're going to have potentially a lot of physical damage on top of that. What I'm seeing is, um, for example, at the Cove condominiums, the upper penthouse units are brand new windows less than two years old. So there's not a maintenance issue on windows that are practically brand new. And we're seeing those same things, ingested seals, bent frames, loose glass, and it's causing water infiltration. So when we have an older building, the insurance companies always say, well, that's old. It was deteriorated before. We think it was always leaking, but we're seeing extreme damages. And they might not be that the whole window's missing and it's blown and it's on the floor. But what I see, even compared to what I saw with Irma um, across the state of Florida, it's the way I can compare it is if you drive by a building and see five shingles off. It's still damaged, right? It still has to be repaired or replaced. What I'm seeing in Panama City Beach on these high rises all up and down is actually driving by and seeing 400 shingles off. It's much more extreme. And unless you know what you're looking for, most of the time it's going to be overlooked um, by unit owners, of course, by the insurance company. So that's why it's important to give us a call and we'll come out and do a free inspection and bring experts like GCI consultants out when necessary. After we leave here, we're going to go take a look at several condos up and down the beach so that I know that when we present it to the insurance company and I need to get Paul out there to do his full expert report later, that he, I know that I'm presenting what he's seeing as well. Um, Tara Talks, yourprivateadjuster.com. Tara's number 800-892-1116. 800-892-1116. Back with uh, Paul and Tara coming up. Stand by. To get on and ask your question about how to get more money from your insurance company, call 850-233-9988. Tara Talk on The Kramer Show on News Talk at 101. Back to Tara Talk on News Talk at 101. She'll fight your insurance company to get you the cash you deserve. Call now, 850-233-9988. All right, we're back, 822. Good morning. We have uh, Tara, who's uh, here always at 8 o'clock, and then uh, she brings in people with her sometimes. Uh, sometimes and uh, her guest today is Paul Beers from GCI Consultants, uh, also known as, uh, per Tara, the window god. <laughs> or I'm sorry, the God of Windows. That's a uh, that's a high ti- uh, title, sir. Shucks. <laughs> All right, Jay for Paul. <laughs> I, by the way, I had a question, um, and I know Tara has a bunch, so I'll just make this quick. But are there windows that can withstand 150 mile an hour winds? There are, and probably a lot of them are installed up and down the coast. The newer impact windows can withstand those kind of winds. That doesn't mean there's not going to be problems when the wind's blowing 150 miles an hour. Water leakage, um, the windows, you know, during the storm, they, they, we talked about the cyclic gusts. They move in and out, in and out, in and out. They can have the same damage that older windows have. So, you know, the, the idea is they need, you need to survive the storm. And they, they do that. They do that really, really well. But that doesn't mean there's not damage and, and that maybe they're not in such good shape for the next storm. Is a window that can withstand 150-mile-an-hour winds capable of handling taking something, hitting it at 150 miles an hour? With impact glass, yes, it is. Wow. Yeah. That's extraordinary. It is. It's kind of scary, but, but it works. I, huh. I, I can honestly say I have never seen an impact window, properly installed impact window, breached in any of these storms. No kidding. Yeah. 
That's real. That's really neat. They, you got to think: is that uh, on the high tier of uh, of price? No, I mean it's the windows that that you, that you buy today that meet meet the code requirements. That they, they they do a really really good job of that. Doesn't mean there's not going to be water leakage. Doesn't mean they're not going to be damaged when the storm's over. But they do protect the the, the contents and and the people that are inside. Hmm. Wow. Go ahead. I, I, that that was my that was my initial question because. I, you know, you drive around, you look at, at all the destruction, and you, you, and also Tara mentioned the pressure of this storm was so low, and we've had phone calls from people in the audience that have literally seen their homes or buildings breathing, and you you got to think that yeah, to the framing, to the windows, to all these things that it affects it somehow. So that's another. I, I guess that's another thing you said. You know, going into the lab basically and looking at how some of these things work. How do you test? Uh, a window for 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 low pressure something like that in a storm oh well so we do lots of fun things there you know we we shoot two by fours at them at um you know at higher speeds and then which breaks the glass beats them up then we apply wind pressure to them when they're damaged so you they're called pressure cycles so we actually fire two by fours at them and then we they go through nine thousand pressure pressure cycles in and out and that's actually what the the stressful part of the test for the windows. You can bounce, you know, stuff off of laminate off, off the laminated glass that's in there, which is super heavy duty. Wow! But then to have it survive, so so you know, once once you get hit with debris, you still have to survive the winds that follow. Sure. It's not, it's not like oh, I did it, game's over. I mean, you, so then the wind's blowing for hours and hours and hours. The glass is broken, all that. So um, it's pretty complex. And um, and I have to say, you know. We um, we put all these standards together in the building code way back when, and it's been super effective, and I'm, and I'm really proud of it. And, Paul, can you tell us a little bit about the tests that you do on the buildings to actually replicate hurricane-like conditions and regular rain-like conditions? I know Paul did this for one of our condominiums in South Daytona where the insurance company had said, look, these just leak during the storm. So he was actually able to come out and set up his – rain gear and two by fours. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So we have a test and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's ASTM E1105, which is just numbers. But okay. Stop for a second. Explain to the audience what ASTM means. I was trying to get by that actually. No. So ASTM is actually used to be called the American Society for Testing and Materials. And it's a, it's an industry standards group and it's basically a consensus standards organization. So um, this sounds really, you know, especially in today's day and age, everybody has to agree before it becomes a standard. And um, every, uh, nobody ever agrees, right? Right. But there's a process to get through that. Um, so basically, the, the, the test recreates the conditions of a wind-driven rainstorm. And a hurricane, obviously, is an is a extreme wind-driven rainstorm. But once the windows go through the hurricane and they get damaged, um, or maybe they get damaged, then you've got to evaluate, you know, are they going to continue to be water resistant or waterproof? And we can actually do a test where we spray water on the outside and we vacuum air from the inside. So we have the air, which is the air pressure, which is the wind, the water, which is the rain. And we do that at kind of like every day. Um, so there's different intensities of air pressure, obviously. There could, you know, we don't want to put a hurricane on it again, see if it's going to you know, pass with 150-mile-an-hour winds. What we want to know is how is it going to do when the next sum- summer thunderstorm comes around? Then? Are you talking about in, in an actual building? Yeah. A, like a, like a, you know, a condo. We're coming over to your house. After well, no, let's do it. I'm in, I'm in. In a house. We've done it in several high-rises that we've worked on together. 
How in the world do you vacuum a? I mean, you know what I mean? How how do you how do you replicate? We we do this by the way. We we do this in condominiums every day. I don't know where we're doing it today, but we're doing it somewhere and um, in condo units. So basically, we put a temporary um, enclosure over the inside of the window, and then we pull the air out of it with a pump, and we measure it. And then the outside, we we don't have fire hoses and things like that. We just have a a, a spray of water, almost picture um, a grid of of sprink, you know, lawn sprinkler heads. Okay. So we put some water on it, and then we try and pull it through with it with the air. It's um. It's it's the industry standard. Everybody accepts it. You know, it's for product um, um, qualification. They use it, and and it really does. So so if you look at you know we get videos all the time of people that were in their units and the water's blowing through the doors. We we see the same thing in the test. It looks exactly the same. Is that something that the insurance company requires? No, the insurance company does not require it. They do not perform it, and frankly, they do not like it when we perform it because it really shows the damage. Because what we're finding in these high-rises is, yes, you might have a couple windows prior to the storm that showed some leaking. But all in all, the building was holding up well. It was in good shape. The insurance company had the opportunity to come inspect it, get the appraisals. They took the policy. They bound the policy. Now, after this major hurricane event, we are showing leaking on subsequent rainstorms as it follows, and not just one or two or three units but all across and the further away from you get from the storm the more and more leaking that we see and the problem with that is not just the windows now we have interior water damage now we have a condition where you can get mold rot deterioration and a whole plethora of problems more to come Talk will be back in a second this is news talk at 101 Back to Terra Talk on News Talk at 101. She'll fight your insurance company to get you the cash you deserve. Call now, 850-233-9988. Tara is here. Um, also, she brought along with her Paul Beers from uh, GCI Consultants, gciconsultants.com. Um, we've been talking a lot about Windows. He uh, is an expert on Windows. Somebody just uh, emailed and said, um, let me read this verbatim, does it does it do good to tape uh, on the window when a storm approaches? Some say do it. Some say it doesn't do anything. Uh, you would be the person to ask that would have the correct answer. I don't see where it really has. I mean, it's not going to hurt to put it on there, but I don't think it's really going to do anything for you. You know, the, the, the idea, I think, is to try and keep the glass from flying out in shards and, and maybe in one piece. But what it does do is if you don't take the tape down, then you got tape schmutz all over your window i was just gonna say <laughs> taking schmutz. the tape down is not a fun experience and you see later it's just that glue never ever comes off so and i would same, say don't tape your windows it's better to put plywood on them or go into another room yeah no i was gonna say in the same vein i mean a lot of, i mean when when storms approach if people have time they, they do the boarding up i'm sure that that helps a lot um, you, you should not be in an exterior room with windows and doors when the storm's going on. I can remember being in my house and the doors moving in and out, in and out, in and out. I know it's supposed to do that. It still scared the hell out of me. I went into another room. And, um, you know, if the window does come out, it's just nobody needs to be around. Now, you said something very interesting. You said, I know it's supposed to do that. Can you explain about movement of glass? So windows are designed to, to, to move in and out. You look at in the test lab, we see it all the time. So the glass bends, the aluminum bends. It's supposed to do that. And that, you know, kind of relieves the stress from it. From it. 
Um, what's but what's supposed to happen when it's all over? It's still supposed it's supposed to go back to its original shape and its original condition, and that's what we see with the damage. Is these things bend in and out the whole storm? I'm sure there's a lot of listeners that that saw this during the storm, and um, it's we I call it visual discomfort. It's really scary to watch, but the um, the movement is basically by design. Is that built, an ASTM standard. That's right. All all the ASTM standards. <laughs> good, good, good. And and build you know the buildings move too the buildings sway everything's everything's supposed to move nothing's really um, you know anything that stays in place is 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 not as strong as things that that move yeah to a degree right I mean you know uh, I, I would assume well, well when think, they move too much then game over if sure if you That's think about problem. high rises in Chicago you go up at the top you can actually feel those buildings moving. And buildings are designed to have some movement to them. It's just the amount of movement. And that's exactly what Paul's talking about when that glass is moving that much and bending and the frame actually bends to a point where the glazing, the frames, the the seals become ingested. That is accidental direct physical damage as described in the insurance policy. That is something that's physically different and changed that needs to be repaired or replaced and that they have coverage for, and that really the insurance company has to be held to the fire to make sure that they're actually paying for all those damages. And I can tell you, I've been in this industry since 1999, and when I worked for the insurance companies, um, for the big name ones, I was brainwashed into believing that this was not damage. And I truly believed it, and I did not believe that I was doing anything wrong by telling my insureds that, exactly what Paul is saying, that it's maintenance, it's wear and tear, because they have courses and seminars how they just explain that these windows are old, that fogging occurs over time, um, that even if it's fogged, it doesn't mean it's damaged. Worst case scenario, we'll pay to reglaze it, but they were looking for broken or missing. That was the criteria when I worked for the insurance companies, broken Hmm. or missing. It's completely improper. Talking to Tara from your private adjuster, and we also have Paul Beers in, from GCI Consultants, window specialist. Uh, I, I get phone calls all the time, people asking uh, different questions about certain things. And let me ask you this. Um, if, you're, if you're trying to kind of figure out some things in your home that, uh, that maybe the insurance adjuster missed, windows obviously is, is going to be one of them. But what are some things to, to look for in that vein? So on the windows and doors, you want to look for, you know, Tara just mentioned that the gaskets that go. So, so in, in between sliding glass doors for sure and some windows in between the glass and the, and the metal framing is a rubber gasket. If that's been um, deformed or pulled in behind the glass, that would typically is, is storm damage. When you look at the window frame um, itself between the, between the window frame and the drywall, if there's a crack there, that means that the window is moving around, may have may not even be fastened to the building properly anymore. Um, what's really important, if, if you see those things, don't fix them until you get somebody to look at them because I've been out to a lot of um, insurance claims where, you know, the people, they, they, they do a nice job keeping their houses up and whatnot, and they caulk and they repaint, and they try to get it, make it look good as fast as they can. Well, that basically destroys the evidence that we need to present the claim to the insurance company. So if you have that kind of stuff going on, somebody needs to get out and look at it before you repair it. And I know, I know that's probably not what everybody wants to do, but it's really important if you're going to 
end up getting what you deserve. And that's extremely important because Paul and I had a case in Ormond Beach, another Hurricane Matthew claim, and um, they had damage to the sliders and to the windows. And as the condo board, they're under a lot of pressure from the membership to stop this leaking that's coming into their units. So what do they do? They go out and do exactly what Paul's talking about. They recock all around it, and they basically try to do anything they can to stop that water. But it doesn't stop the water. And now when we come back and our job is to document and prove that damage, it's like a crime scene, and it's completely covered up, and all the drywall has been fixed and painted, and the windows have been recocked. It's very difficult to prove something that's millions of millions of dollars when the insurance company is spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on experts to disprove your claim. So again, Panama City, please call my office at yourprivateadjuster.com and have us come out and do an inspection of your commercial and condo buildings for free at no charge. We'll look at the windows. We'll bring in the experts that need to be done. Worst case scenario is you get my free advice. So if you have damage, I know everybody's sitting there waiting for the insurance company to get their reports saying they're going to do the right thing. But the longer you wait, the more and more difficult it is. Uh, her phone number, by the way, 800-892-1116, your private adjuster, and also Paul Beers from GCI Consultants, gciconsultants.com. Let me ask you this. Uh, with this storm, obviously, um, over the over the years of, of you doing this, you've seen all sorts of different circumstances. And I, I like to have asked Tara the same question. Are you seeing things that happened in this storm that you haven't seen with other ones? Well, I, th I think the big surprise with this storm and with Irma is that the impact windows actually got damaged. I mean, they, 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 as I said, they do a great job of, protect, of, of what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to protect the interior and whatnot. But the water leakage issues and, and, the, and the direct physical damage to these newer impact windows, there's a misnomer, I think, with, with people that have them that they think they're, you know, they're bulletproof, nothing could ever happen to them. For sure, the insurance companies don't recognize this. They, 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 they are very unhappy if there's a claim on what they thought was uh, um, a product that wasn't going to be damaged. So it even kind of caught me by surprise a little bit. I get it now that I've seen it. You know, when you look at the conditions and everything, you put these extreme winds even on new materials, they're going to get banged up. Yeah, and I guess uh, the theory or the way to look at it is, hey, it kept us safe. However, there's damage. And that's exactly right. And keeping, you know, that's what the building code's all about, keeping you safe. It doesn't mean there's not going to be damage. Building codes do work. We drive around and we look at the newer structures and they did hold up better. But better does not mean undamaged and does not mean perfect. And that's really what I'm trying to get across with this radio show is just because you don't think you have damage, you probably actually do. This was a massive major hurricane. We're still debating between a four and a five. I don't think it really matters. The stories that I'm hearing from my insureds, um, we have one of our presidents that told me a story the other day where there was a breach in the condo and actually the refrigerator that was pushed into the spot had basically sucked all the way out from the kitchen and like heading down the galley, down the hall there. Yeah. So, I mean... The pressure literally is moving refrigerators once there's a breach. And then I meet with an engineer yesterday at um, right down here on Thomas Drive, a high rise. 
and basically we're showing them brand new cocked molding and we're seeing how it's been pulled out and there's a major separation. I'm with the property manager that's also the unit owner who had just painted that like four months before, goes into the unit, rents it out every day, 100% sure that their damage was not there. And they just turn around and say, no, that doesn't look like storm damage. It looks like just separating caulk and maintenance. Wow. So this is the mentality that we're dealing with. You guys see that after this storm that, uh, that, that things are changing with the coats uh, because of the storm and just from the severity of it? I don't think so. I think, I think the codes have it right. You know, the, oh, okay. the, 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 the water leakage is a big issue that's not easily solved. Windows are not rated to um, perform in those kind of conditions. They're rated, you know, maybe a, up to a 70, 80 mile an hour wind. It blows 100 for, for water leakage. It blows 100 and some odd miles an hour, the water's coming in. Um, so that's, and that's what the insurance companies, you know, basically, well, nobody argues about that. But the problem is, was it damaged to where it's going to now leak when you get the 30 mile an hour th- summer thunderstorm kind of weather? And I think another misconception, and I'd like Paul to talk about is, if you have hurricane shutters, can you still have damage to the window, or did that shutter block the wind? That is such a great question. So that was another one for me, and um, this this first became apparent with Hurricane Irma in Marco Island. I saw so much damage behind shutters to windows and doors, I, I could not believe it. So the wind basically bleeds through the shutters. The shutters are not airtight, so you still get all the wind damage coming through the shutter, and the windows moving together. I saw some um, condo units where the shutter was intact and the window was blown out on the inside behind it. And then the water leakage, the water, water everywhere, still comes through the shutters and still does that. So um, impact windows are definitely a better defense than, than, an, than an older window with the shutter over it. Yeah, I found that very interesting, and I think that that is a major misconception is I have a shutter, my window's not damaged, but I've seen the same thing that Paul has seen. Um, Paul and I also worked a large condominium for another Hurricane Matthew. You know, it takes some time to go through these processes. And um, same thing, it was a 22-story high-rise in South Daytona Beach, and the insurance company basically said there was no damage, three windows they wanted to reglaze because they were fogged. And this was um, an entire glass front going all the way up the 22 stories. Mm. And we were able to bring Paul and his team in, and he tested the not only those windows, but the French doors and the, the sliding windows. And he was able to prove damage to the entire front window curtain, as well as some of the sliders throughout the building. So it's important to be utilizing experts, and that really is the difference between a lot of public adjusting firms because my job is to negotiate the claim. But I, you really need to bring in the top people because it comes to a battle of the experts. And they have to be able to write the reports, but also be able to articulate that report, if need be, in court, or at least to the other side in the appraisal process or the umpire process. Because I've hired engineers in the past or consultants or experts that they write these really detailed reports, but then when it comes to actually sitting down face-to-face with someone and explaining it in a way that they can understand, they fall short because they go into that kind of engineering mentality and bubble and speak outside of the common understanding. So I think that's really where GCI um, consultants stands out and their team stands out is not able to identify the damage, prove the damage, 
have the resume to go with it, but basically able to articulate when it comes to the fighting time with our insurance losses. So you do a really good job, and that's why I call you you the window guy. So, you know, that was that's interesting, you know, the the process that you go through. It's not just go out and find the damage because when we do that, um, you know, we put together a report. There's, there's a report coming from the insurance company that's going to be the polar opposite normally. Normally, that's what's going to happen. And like this job in, um, in the Daytona area, we actually went to what's called an appraisal hearing. In an appraisal hearing, we've got, um, you know, the, the, the property owner has an adjuster, the insurance company has an adjuster, and then they hire a third-party umpire, it's called. And you go out to the property and spend a week there presenting all the information to the umpire. You walk through, you look at units, all that stuff. And, you know, we had our report, which was had thousands and thousands of photos of damage in it. And then we had the, the insurance company, as Tara said, is trying to re- wants to replace three windows. And we have to go through the whole thing with everybody there. It's really interesting wow. how it's done. And ultimately, the umpire decides. In this case, you know, we provided all the information, we explained it, and um, and it, I th- I thought, and I think it was validated that it was compelling, and ultimately the umpire, you know, gave a favorable ruling for the building, which was, and that's really what's really important here is that there was a lot of damage and 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 it needed to be fixed, and you know, I mean, it was big money, and the the people didn't have the money to do that, and we basically, you know, got them treated fairly and and ultimately their 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 claim was resolved um paul beers from gci consultants gciconsultants.com and of course uh tara your private adjuster her website your private adjuster.com their phone number 800-892-1116 we'll be right back stand by we're back it's 853 it's the kramer show it's news talk at 101 uh tara in from your private adjuster your private adjuster.com and also uh, really interesting guest, Paul Beers, the window god, GCIconsultants.com. Uh, speaking of phones, we do have Bill. Bill, in Panama City, you're up with Terra Talks. Go ahead. Uh, this is Ed. Ed. Bill, Ed. Go ahead, Ed. Okay. This is possibly a dumb question, but I had a, uh, a, roof, a new roof put on five years ago. And apparently they did the right job because I can look outside and every single roof in my entire neighborhood has a blue tarp on it. I've got a house across the street with three uh, three trees through it. I didn't lose a shingle. I've got no leakage. My question is, I had a 30-year roof put on or 35 or whatever it was. After this storm, do I still have a 35-year roof or is there damage that may have occurred that I can't see that now I've only got 15 years left on this roof? So is a is a professional roof inspection needed just to verify that I haven't had damage that I can't see and the adjuster didn't see? I think that you should always have your building looked at by a professional. You have a wealth of contractors in the area that specialize in that. I know Venture Construction, who actually is part of the Teratox team, they're coming out. They have teams all over the area that will come to your house and actually do an inspection of Look at windows, look at doors, look at exterior building envelope items, things that you might miss um, if you don't do it every day. So uh, in your case, I would reach out to Venture Construction and give them a call and have them come out and take a look at your your building. Okay. 
Yeah, I guess the, the main thing was just the fact that I didn't lose shingles, don't have a leak, doesn't mean that I didn't have damage of some kind. Right. I mean, we had an association where the property manager called in because she thought that they paid her improperly for her fence. And we went out. It was a one-year-old roof that looked actually perfect from the ground. But then we found that the starter strip along the outside wasn't sealed down. We found debris under the seal strips. Um, We found areas that had lifted but not actually pulled up all the way. So just because it looks okay from the ground does not mean that there's not damage. Okay, thanks. Thanks for calling, Ed. Uh, Paul, do you um, do you go out when somebody is planning on designing a uh, condo, condominium, or high rise? Um, do you go out and kind of consult the building on on what kind of windows they should have? So, so the the answer is yes. We've done a lot of that. Um, generally, they're you know they're, they're going to have architects and engineers and whatnot as part of their team, and they and they can take care of that. When we get into some, we've done a lot of big buildings in Miami, South Florida areas like that. You know, where we, we've been involved with that kind of stuff. Um, it's it's complicated. It sounds it sounds it's not as easy as it sounds to um, you know get the right materials selected and and, and basically get a good result in the end. Yeah, Paul and his team comes in when there's a lot of dispute, whether it's dispute with the insurance company, dispute with the builder. Um, he really is a non biased third party that's gonna call it like he sees it. If he sees damage, he's gonna document it. What's, what's really interesting is we work with insurance companies a lot of times in the arena of new construction. Um, we work with some of the large hotel chains in, in, in the U.S. and Caribbean, and we help them you know, design standards to meet, meet insurance company super It's called um, highly protected risk standards, and um, we, we help them do that on, on behalf of their insurance companies. Wow, the Caribbean. Yeah, they have, hurt, they have you'd think we have a lot of hurricanes. You got to go down oh, there sometime. Yeah. Oh, so is it, it, how, how does that affect what you do? Uh, is it on just a different level? Well, what's interesting is they get hit so much that they're really, they work on the mitigation a lot more than we do, you know, as far as trying to make, that they want to be in business. You know, when, when, if, if a hurricane hits, um, you know, Cayman Islands or something, they're out of business for like two years before they get it put back together. They don't have the resources that we do that are readily available and they, they pay, um, you know, in these hotel chains, a huge money operations. They got to, they've got to be open and, and, and selling rooms basically. Yeah. Wow. Um, GCI consultants.com, Paul Beers. Uh, I, I mean, we could, we could sit around and talk more about the, the intricacies of windows. Um, you know, uh, is, is it basically the same, uh, in a, in a high rise and a home, the same principle behind the, the windows and determining if you have damage? Yeah, I would say yes and no. I mean, high rises are a lot more complicated because there's there's multiple units and you know you're, you you've got um, different things going on. But the but the same things can happen. You can have the window loose in the frame. You can have glazing damage. You can glazing gasket damage. You can have frame members loosening up things like that. So, if a window leaks, does it can it be repaired? Or does it need to be replaced? Well, that's a big that's 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 the question. Um, the the problem with the insurance process is the finality to it. So if, if if you agree to a repair and the repair doesn't work, you don't get a second chance at it. So you know the, the the responsible thing to do a lot of times is to replace the window rather than repair it. And um, you know because because to do a proper repair, you've got to test it, make sure it works. It gets so expensive doing it the right way that you might, a lot of times you just want to replace it. Paul Beers, very interesting. Thank you for coming in today from uh, GCI Consultants and um, uh, your private adjuster, Tara, as always. Nice to have you. 
Thanks. Of radio brilliance is over. 